Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Until you ask it correctly. Welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast where we discuss items of theology and life in a hopefully lighthearted manner. My name is Dan Corey. I'm pastor in Kirkland, Washington. I'm Josh Loftus, member of the church that Daniel pastors currently in Kirkland, Washington. You are currently the pastor. As of right now. As of this moment. I'm one of them. <laughs> yes, you are one of them. How's your week been, man? Uh, it's been good, man. It's been good. It's been a good week. Um, got in trouble on Facebook. Again? No, this doesn't happen. This isn't a thing. It's a thing. It's not a thing. It's becoming now, a thing. I, okay, I'm going to verify this with Chan. I, of all people, am not a provocateur on social media. I don't I do not do it. Yeah, I'm getting confirmation. I don't, I don't do that on social media. Chan doesn't even have Facebook, so continue. <laughs> It's because he's Canadian. They don't, they don't, have, they don't have Facebook up there. <laughs> <laughs> no Facebook in Canada. Um, yeah, I, I got a little... Uh, what'd, you, what'd you do? Well, I poked a what'd bear. What'd you do this time? I poked a bear. Okay. Yeah, I poked it. And, Why did uh, you poke it? This bear is called... <laughs> the bear's name is Bethel. <laughs> and Jesus Culture. It's, it, it's, its name is Bethel Jesus Culture Hillsong. That's its full name. It hyphenates. Okay. It's a big and bear. And you decided this bear deserved to be poked. Yeah, p- poked it. Poked it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I poked it. Yeah. I, I basically, what, what I went you, on Facebook. What did you say? I went on Facebook and I said something to the, something to the effect of discerning Christians today need to start looking at Bethel and Hillsong and Jesus culture for what it is. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's it's horrible. But being someone the who theology- loves art, I would have thought that you would have. That's not art. No, 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 no. Okay. Standing. <laughs> you're trying to get me. Your, <laughs> I it's see what working. you're doing. No, <clears throat> I'm not going to take that bait. No, yeah, and I basically just just said uh, we need to, as churches need to stop financially supporting uh, these these quote unquote ministries by playing their songs and promoting their stuff because if a church is doing what a church is supposed to do if you're playing their songs you pay royalties to that thing otherwise oh gotcha it's illegal you're not allowed to do that that's what you meant right um and when you play a song 
written by Jesus Culture or Bethel or Hillsong or something like that, and you're doing it correctly, you're you're giving them money, and you're supporting their gotcha. ministries by playing their songs. And I'm saying because of the way that the ministries, quote unquote, again, ministries are going, the theology that they're promoting, the things that they are doing to their congregants, we need to stop. That's basically all I said. And that's like a whole episode in and of itself. But you know what? You you said that they are unorthodox. Yes, unorthodox. In their Christology. Right. And cultish in their behavior. Yes. Be warned Christian. Yeah. And... I didn't think there was anything As wrong with that. As of right now, you have five shares. Yeah. That's good. That's that, not bad. That's not bad. Not bad. You have five shares. 50 thumbs up slash hearts. There you go. 110 comments. Yeah, and that's the part where <laughs> it went off the rails. Guess what? People come out in droves to support the Bethel Bear. Bro. Oh, dude. It's crazy. Some comments were like, right on. Yes, this is what's needed. But, but oh, yeah, there are some people that basically basically making the argument that because God used a song from one of these people to bring me to him, therefore it's fine and we should support it. And yeah. there's a lot of flaws in that argument because that's basically sure, the ends yeah. justify the means. Sure. Right? And no discerning Christian, I think, wants to make that argument. Um, yeah, or should. Or should make that argument. I'm, I'm scrolling anyway, through here. here. Yeah, and, go for uh, it, go for there's, it. There's a few re- repeat offenders. Yeah, re- <laughs> repeat. <laughs> Suss that out. What, what, what do you mean by that? There's there's this dude. I think he's got about 20 of them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There there are a couple individuals in there that were uh, very passionately making a case for their, yeah. their cause. My, um, my brother, he led the charge. Yeah. And he says, and the uh, and the H word, yeah. And I wasn't sure. That's heretic. Yeah, yeah. Right. That that that's what I thought. And then I just thought I'd I'd, I'd play you with rift it. with it. Yeah. For about and then we got comments. into debating. So this is how it went with your brother and me on that post. He comments, and by the end of it, we're discussing which band is better, ACDC or Bon Jovi. <laughs> I think, and I have no clue how we got there. But we did, and it was actually probably the most pleasant conversation in that entire thread. The moral of the story is this. Don't have social media. <laughs> Don't engage other people. Uh, well, I wouldn't go... Uh, okay. Uh, Offer an alternate... Use social media for the promotion of good and gospel-centered things. Hmm. And promoting How about truth. yelling at people? No, don't don't <laughs> yell at people. Don't type things in all caps. Yeah, don't do that. Do you think that was an accident? Like their left pinky, they were going for their the, left the pinky a. has Tourette's. They were <laughs> <laughs> just their left pinky. Ah, ah. <laughs> Dang it! Everything's caps. <laughs> That's gonna be the title. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it right on their left pinky has Tourette's. I knew it right when I oh, said it. That Chan's writing it down. Anyway, so yeah, it you know it was fun. For some reason, people view Hillsong as kind of this sacred, like, oh, they're doing so much for the church. But if you actually go beyond the music and start reading what the people are saying, the people that are in charge, looking at who they're associating with, things sure. of this sort. Bad stuff. It's horrible. It's really bad stuff. And again, I want I said this on the thread, and I'm going to say it here on the podcast. Nowhere in my post did I say that someone needs to have perfect theology in order for us to unite with them. I did not say that. Crazy week for you. Oh, it's a crazy week. Yeah, you're my most phone popular blew up. with 110. I was super popular. Oh, I'm sure I have so many friends now. 
So many friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know what is popular, though? Something that is orthodox. Something we can agree on perfectly. Beards. Beard products. <laughs> Renewed man. Grooming. Oh, my goodness. I'm wearing the Gypsies Tabuk <laughs> right now. And it it's smells one so word good. with 17 different pronunciations. Good. So good. So good. Yeah, I really, really like it. They've got some amazing products. Head on over to, they're on Instagram and Facebook, Renewed Man Grooming. Head on, on over to their website, RenewedMan.com. I'm rocking some um, Dragon's Musk. Uh, how do you like that muskiness? Oh, it's so good. Smell like a dragon's armpit. I, uh, <laughs> in case our listeners or our sponsor are listening. <laughs> That's not true. If that is how a dragon's armpit smells. Count me in. Count me in. Count yeah. me in. <laughs> Yeah, so head on over to Renewed Man. Get yourself some grooming products. You will not regret it. Uh, the packaging is amazing. The beard oil is high quality. So, Josh, we threw out a feeler to our listeners we and did. said, hey, ask us questions as we sit on our thrones. Yes, with our seminary degrees yeah. and our <laughs> high popish hats. We're going we're gonna to try to get through three of them today. We might have more in the future, but uh, these were the three that I saw come in on Instagram, I think on Facebook as well. Uh, nobody follows us on Twitter. So we at least have Just, three listeners. We have at least That's three. That's a win. That, it is a huge win. It's a huge win. First one, and this is one, okay, I will fully admit to our audience, when this question was posed by this individual, mm-hmm. I thought it was a joke because, <laughs> because we, already off on a we've talked about it before. And I thought we had covered it, so I just, I literally, so the question is this, are Arminians saved? I thought it was a joke, mm-hmm. so I literally just commented, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, responds, like, can you suss that out a little bit, because I've heard, and then he goes on, I'm like, oh, man. You realize I, it was. I realized it was a legit question. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so... Let's cover that a little bit more. So Daniel, you, if you, you were going to. You thought the guy was trolling you. I thought he was trolling me a little bit because this individual on Facebook, he's a faithful listener, really cool guy, and he's a jokester. I really, really like him. And I thought I thought sure. this was joking, but he wasn't. So, so listener, so, you know who you are. I apologize. We are going to answer your question right now. Now, Josh will take some time and give a full, robust. Yes. Are Arminians saved? Possibly. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it is a nuanced question. Again, I think when we're talking about the Arminian theology, we have to first <laughs> are they consistent? Are they a full blown Arminian? Right? Because the Arminian doctrine, as we talked about in was it our Calvinism series? Sure. I if think you're, so. If you're gonna follow the Arminian doctrine to its logical end, it's not Orthodox Christianity. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm it thankful. It is full expression. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So the question in itself, I don't want to say is flawed, but the question itself, I think, needs a little bit more clarification. Sure. In that if we're going to ask, are Arminians saved? I have to ask, well, what do you mean by an Arminian? Are you talking about the classic definition, the full blown Arminian? Or are you talking about what? most Calvinists would refer to as Arminians sure. today? Because those, I'm going to have two separate answers for that. Sure. Right? So, which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the full-blown? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we can start with the full-blown one. My first thought when I saw the question was, well, like, are all Calvinists saved? Yeah, which no. is... Which is which the answer is no. W- right, right, which is a just as a legitimate question. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so it gets at the heart of, I don't think this is maybe what the person w- was driving at, but 
what makes someone saved um, is the work of God in their heart, making them alive, binding them to the merits of Christ. Right. And you can be a all theological T's crossed, I's dotted Calvinist Mm. and not be regenerate. It's true. It's very true. And you can also be an Arminian. I feel like that's I feel like that's going to make some people mad. Like what? Oh, you can. Oh, mm, I'm not saved. Well, you would tell me, like, well, you're not elect. They're like, oh, it's hard to argue with oh, that. I guess. Oh, good gracious, he's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So knowledge doesn't make you saved. Go I, figure. I feel like that seems really basic, but right. yeah. Um. There. So there have been a lot of people who've held a great doctrine on paper, yeah. and you look at their life. And the Apostle John would say, yeah, uh, so if you don't love your brother, love of the Father's not in you. I don't right. care how good your doctrine is. Yeah, So no, exactly. Exactly. That. So let's bring it into, I think, the more classic or generally known definition of what most Calvinists today would call an Arminian, right? So someone who thinks they chose God, who thinks that they played a part in their choosing of the grace that has been given them. They'll still believe in salvation by grace alone. Mm-hmm. They believe it's, you they can't earn it. Work of it's a work of Christ. You can't earn it. But where they get a little squirrely is how that grace is administered to them. Yeah. It's, right. So are those, can you have that view, Daniel, and be saved? Yeah. Look at like Chuck Wesley. Yeah, who wrote some of the best Calvinistic hymns in the world? Right, and as an so, Arminian, as an Arminian, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have no issue singing. Now, I actually know some Calvinists who have an issue with us singing those. Oh, I know. Um, I, yeah, I do too. Yeah, most Christians that I know, when they were saved, when the Lord opened their eyes to see the reality of their sin, the beauty of the Savior, they had uh, that view of salvation. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Yeah, and you know, I I I say this to people, and it gets it gets both sides mad. But when a Calvinist, <laughs> when a Calvinist shares the gospel, yeah, like they should, yeah, right, they sound the same sharing the gospel as an Arminian. I can see why you'd make people mad at that. Okay, you sound the same. Repent, believe in the gospel, right? Yeah. You sound the same. Now, when an Arminian. Praise to God to save their yeah. friend, yeah, their loved one, their sure. family member. You're praying as a Calvinist. Oh yeah, right. Both of y'all. <laughs> I would say the Armenian pollinate. The Armenian one sounds a little different because usually at the end of that you hear like the organ with the "Just as I am" oh, in so, the background. Oh my gosh. That's or with with the Calvinist, he like feels guilty about sharing it because like oh, I didn't tell them about election. Yeah. Or like he says under his breath, "Repent and believe the gospel." If you're of the elect, yeah. <laughs> he says it to himself, so he feels better. Yeah. So, yeah, he, so you, yes, Arminians can be saved. Can just like be Calvinists. saved just like Calvinists can be saved. Yeah, it comes down to: Do you believe the gospel? Do you believe salvation is by grace alone through the merits of Christ alone? Yep. That is the gospel. That's what you have to believe yep. to be orthodox, right? What's the uh, What's the second question? All right, we got second today? question. We are moving into We're moving into kind of some some theology. Now we have a we have a listener Ooh. who wants to know what is systematic theology. 
big question. Ooh. Great question. I like it. We love talking theology. So to you, listener, and you know who you are, uh, Daniel's going to read you because smart people quote smart people. And we want to be smart people. So Daniel's going to quote a smart person. Uh, I have volume one. Out of? Out of three. Three. I think it's three. Oh, my goodness. Um, I cannot wait for this for this to be completed. It is it Reformed is st- Systematic Theology by Joe Beakey and Paul Smalley. Yeah, Smalley. Smalley, yep. At least that's how I'd say it. Um, Smalley. It is volume one is we're not endorsed by them. No. But if you want to, Mr. Beaky, you can. Not a thirteen hundred pages, volume one. Oh, so it's light bathroom reading. Yeah. <laughs> uh Mr. Beaky says this uh of systematic theology. This branch of theology answers the question what does the whole Bible teach about a given topic and its relation to other topics? One may write a systematic treatment of particular doctrine, but the term systematic theology often refers to an organized and comprehensive presentation of the whole counsel of God. And then he goes on to quote another smart person, which would be Lewis Burkhoff. Ah, Burkhoff. Old Lewis said, old Louis. systematic theology seeks to give a systematic, systematic presentation of all the doctrinal truths of the Christian religion i think when people hear so systematics is a it's a branch right of theology there are others like you said like biblical theology which is i'm sure there'd be some who'd quibble over the way i'll define it but it more is concerned with the development of theology through the bible or through a book you can do small scale or big scale theology where they would say you know looking at Daniel's view of right. the apocalypse or of the end times. Right. Whereas systematic says, what does the whole Bible talk about or say when it speaks to the end times? Yeah. Historic theology says, all right, how does theology uh, develop through history? Right. Hence historic theology. So what are some of the key features, key councils, key persons, events, um, where does you know some of the misunderstandings or heresies come up, like Nestorianism, or mm-hmm. at, but but all of those kind of use the language or the understanding that we find in systematics. I think a lot of people's issue with systematics actually systematics is not the most popular of them. No, no, I think biblical biblical theology biblical is hot theology, right now. Oh, it's, it's so real hot, hot right now. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. People's aversion to the word systematic theology might come from the sense of they think a system is being imposed on the Bible. Oh, sure, sure, I sure. I think that's where a lot of yeah. people's concern comes from. Yeah, which which is a legitimate concern, especially in sure. the— in, that's in, happening. Yeah, because that, that's definitely happening. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, of church—well, I mean, we just talked about them. I mean, there's a lot of churches that are— imposing their preconceived systems or ideas and interpreting scripture through those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's wrong. That's not what systematic theology is doing. No, no. It's saying... This is what the Bible here's says. What, yeah, here's what the whole counsel of God yeah. says about who Christ is, and they order all of those doctrines under that heading. Right. And what does it say about man? Well, then it orders all of them under man. What does it say about the church? Right. And so it's a more... It's not imposing a system. It's just looking at it in a systematic 
way or an orderly way. You could call it like orderly theology, which mm. sounds weird. I think we cleanly butchered that. Timely question. If we have a friend in the cage stage, how do we help him out of it? So, <laughs> No, no. Josh, you don't get to talk. No, no. Here's what I think is going on. Is this one of those questions where like, hey, I, I have a friend. Right. And, uh, he's super cagey. And, 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 and no one likes him. And he has no friends. <laughs> so he's actually not my friend. It's more of acquaintance. Yeah. Oh, help you, me do, slash him. Do you think it's one of those questions where it's like, hey. Uh, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> I am just here to provide the key to the cage. Or at least to point someone to where the key is hidden. Yeah. So yeah. here's here's what you do. This this yeah. this one's easy. Oh no. Hop inside the cage with <laughs> with them. Show them by example what real cagery looks like. <laughs> there should be foaming at the mouth. And then they will be so scared. <laughs> yeah. And then like, but but your eyes should be so bloodshot with fury and foaming. And like you turn to rabid. them and go, "Are you even a Calvinist?" That's right. Like, How do you even know you're saved? Swear to me. <laughs> we haven't had a Batman so, reference in a while. No, it's, no, it's been listeners, at least one ep- listen, do the op. Don't do that. <laughs> Let's just go on record. Don't do that. Don't jump in the cage. We've all wanted to. It's not. Oh, we all want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Josh, how would you, uh, on a serious note, oh, yeah, help someone who has a friend? Yeah. So here's the thing: most people in, who are in the cage don't view themselves as being. We what we call the cage stage is like basically speaking a whole lot of truth with a not a lot of love, and no. being very abrasive, being very harsh, um, being overly reactionary. Right. And a person and, who's there and, and, usually and, and, doesn't know that they're there. Well, no, no, because because what happens is they do all of that, and in their mind it's justified because they are speaking truth. Yeah, they don't know they're right? being cagey. They don't know they're being cagey. One of the purest uh, and like most obvious signs of someone who's in a cage stage is they will deny the cage stage exists. And and the the froth around the mouth. Yeah, well, and that, eyes. and that, yes. And so, yeah, <laughs> and the all caps, like, like uh, Facebook comments, oh. right? Yeah. Ooh. So when you're in the cage, the cage is invisible. So you have to remember that first. So these individuals- They don't think they're being severe. They don't. They don't. No. And ultimately- the root cause of cage stagery as really the root cause of any sin. It's pride. It's thinking too highly of ourselves and too little of our brothers and sisters. Too little of God, ultimately. Sure. You have to remember that pride will blind the individual. Always. Pride will make you think you're humble. But they, again, they won't think it's pride. They no. will think, no, no, I am concerned for God's glory. Right. And his glory is being effaced. And I will defend it. Yes. Yeah. No, no. So you say so, it's worse in the pulpit? Oh yeah, there is there is so it's and it's sad and I've seen it. So many pastors in this cage stage, not knowing they're it, they're in it, and just hurting the sheep, just whacking people, whacking people, and that's not okay. So, no. so you can't do that. So I think first and foremost, <laughs> you, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> first and foremost, I think we realize one, we were all there. Uh huh. You have to remember that. Right. You can't combat pride with other pride. You have to be humble. You okay over there? I'm good. <laughs> my elbow makes that same sound sometimes. <laughs> that was my microphone boom, if anyone That's was right. asking. Um, you have to show them Jesus. You've, well, yeah. I also think 
many of the folks in the cage stage, you got to think, how did they get there? They got there because they were, most of them were Ar- under Armenian theology or various forms of it for a period of time. Sometimes right. a long time. They have come into Reformed theology. They feel like they've been lied to. Yeah, right. And that's not fun. They don't. No. No one likes to feel like they've been lied to. No. And they all they they look around and all they see is error. All they see is uh, misrepresentations of what is true. And so in their mind, they're thinking, "I am I am a truth warrior. I'm a right. truth combatant. My sword. I'm just trying to be faithful." Right. And so I think a lot of the motive. I, I I genuinely think much of the motivation in the in in folks who are cagey is good but it doesn't mm-hmm. justify what they're doing. So no, motivation no. good motivations doesn't cover over being yeah. Who proud. was it who was it that it might have been Calvin. Who was it that said zeal zeal without temperance or zeal without love is like a sword in the hands of a maniac? I don't know, but I forget I like who it. said it, but it's a good quote because it's true. Yeah, it, zeal is not a bad thing. It just has to be tempered and directed correctly. Sure. Right? So I think it's really important, yes, to remember that, that, yeah, this person's motivation, the reason that they're cagey, the reason that you're seeing so much zeal for getting the truth out there, that should be encouraged. That's a good thing. They just haven't learned how to do that in love yeah. yet and how to say the same things in a different way. Because we're mm-hmm. not telling people to compromise on truth. We're not telling people that you don't talk about theology you don't no. bring this stuff up. We're just saying how you do it needs to be seasoned. So one of the things I think would help a lot of cage cages be avoided yes. would be to spend less time online and more time in the local church. There you go. Um, I think when you get you get online and boy, it's that a is free a free for all. Is well in a breeding ground for some crazy ideas. Yep. Um, whereas if you spend more time in the local church with real people, um, hopefully you have some older, mature ones around who can tell you like, hey, we believe the same things you do. Right. We just need to tone down the yelling a bit or a lot in some cases. Yeah. Um, and that grace is awesome, but it shouldn't lead you to be like a jerk. So I, th- I think being around other people mm-hmm. helps temper that. I yeah. don't. I don't think there's a good... That's an irreplaceable piece to this whole thing is be in community with other solid people who love the Lord. Um, don't get in chat rooms. Don't 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 get into the pub. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's exactly right. You got to get into community. You have to be around people because those people, yep. especially the older, more seasoned ones that have been there mm-hmm. are going to be able to remind you, look, these people that you're raging against, you need to remember how was the truths of Calvinism, Reformed theology, whatever it is you're caging about, how were those given to you? Were yeah. they given to you because of your intellect? Yeah. Or were they given to you because of the grace of God? Yeah. Right? It's not your intellect. Spoiler alert. Right? No. So it's so crazy how we as Calvinists can take such pride in our depravity, ironically, yeah. and how we can talk the talk about how all we have has been given to us by grace but when it comes time to extending that grace to other people, mm-hmm. we expect them to be able to 
get to where we're at just based on their own intellect and ability. Yeah. And those seasoned people, that community is going to keep you away from thinking that. Yeah. Right. I yeah. I would say pour your energies into um, being faithful church members, and we don't need any more keyboard warriors. No, serve in church. Yeah. Don't just go serve in church. Get involved. Get involved. Do something. Right. And um, I really, I really do think that the in, most the interactions that we have online, um, ninety percent of them. 99% of them are just not helpful. Um, I'm not saying there's not a good use. I'm not saying that it's not a good vehicle to send truth out in. I'm just saying, especially for someone new into Calvinism, you you should be barred from any kind of a chat room. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Facebook nice, it's group. Like you, you shouldn't be allowed to yeah. do any of that. For at least five years. <laughs> For at least five years. Until you pass your, your cage-free card. There's you, a, you need your there's cage-free a cooling card. off period. <laughs> yes. You know, like Washington and uh, other states have a cooling off period before you can purchase a firearm. Yes. They should do that with, right. <laughs> with... It's like, oh, you just got your Calvinism card. Okay, here's so... Here's a keyboard. Here's... <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I've so been a Calvinist for five years. I know you're you're one of the early ones. Yes, that's right. You were grandfathered in. Yeah, yeah. So, listener, to help your friend, um, and if you are in the if you're if you if you're listening to this and you're starting to take inventory of your life, hopefully, and seeing, oh, maybe I am in the cage stage. Please, please, please remember the grace that you've been given. Get involved in church. Get serving where you are humbling yourself serving the people around you, getting in a discipleship relationship with an older individual who has more life and more experience than you and can kind of hold you back. Yep, so that would be our suggestion uh, to you and your friend. So, Daniel, we yeah. got through the questions. Well yeah. done. Uh, there might be more. Hope so. Later. Hope so. Listeners, please keep sending us your questions. We enjoy doing these kind of apps. Something we also enjoy, Daniel... Our Patreon supporters. We love our Patreon supporters. We love our Patreon supporters. We're going to have another shout out. Another Patreon Ooh. supporter joined, and we're going to give them a little radio airtime love. Minda Corey. Wow. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. That last name sounds really familiar. You know, I can't put my finger a, on it. It has a ring it has that a is just ring. lovely. It really does. Last name Corey. Hmm. Corey. Mm. Could I'll, be, I'll figure it out. It could be a relative of mine. It would be not that difficult to say. That's true. That's yeah. true. I will figure it out and maybe confirm Might be later. my sister-in-law. But anyway, thank you, Minda, for your support of our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah, and that takes the stress off me of having to pay for hosting. There you go. So thank you very much. Daniel, you know what time it is. It's Cordon Culture time. No, dang it. It's not. Did no. you really think it was Cordon Culture? I, I, I was hoping... You would forget. <laughs> nope. No, that's why I write things down. Oh, okay, fine. Cordon culture, the only time today? where we really engage good culture. Yeah. Josh, what I have for you today is a delectable selection from our great multifaceted history of Christian music. But oh, before yeah. we do, yes. I do have a, a little confession to make. <gasps> oh, okay. You, a few weeks back, yep. played, actually a few months now, uh, played Shipping Off to Boston by yeah, Dropkick, Dropkick Murphy. That's right. You said it, th that was the closest that I got to a song that you liked. So you like a mold, they have grown on me. 
What? And uh, my daughters in particular love shipping off to Boston. No. I love Rose yes. Tattoo and- um, Oh, man. And uh, the Warrior song. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yep. a good one. Yep. But we've been rocking Dropkick Murphy. <laughs> Dropkick. Dude, that makes me so happy. And You're welcome. It's like stirring up my inner Irish. Yes, uh, the Irish that angst. may or may not be there. We don't know, right? Oh, it's totally there. Oh, 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 is it there? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cor- right. Corey is an Irish name. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Your daughters like oh, they, Dropkick Murphys. They absolutely. And your daughters are like what? Like four, seven, seven and, and three. three? <laughs> the seven-year-old oh, in particular. Oh man, I'm gonna get in Daddy, so much trouble. You need to play the pirate. How song. does your wife? like it oh she likes it. there are, there are dance parties that happen at our house they're very free-flowing i like that all right so what you got for uh, me? this selection uh this is not going to be dropkick murphy's is no, it? no 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 no, no. <laughs> i was I'm tempted not, to play rose tattoo i'm not going to want to dance. jam out to that yeah um this was well the album it shows up on i think it may be earlier but it's the album for sure is 94 oh boy i would say that this 90s christian this album yep this song on this album Okay. Maybe the single most influential Christian song of its time. You already said that about Jesus Freak. You can't yeah. say that again. I can't. I just are, did. You, are you just are playing you Jesus Freak again? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Wait, have we already played this? I'm just using it. All right, go for it. You might need to turn it up. Oh, my goodness gracious. You can't argue I with it. I love this song <laughs> so much. 100% real talk, not joking. <laughs> this is my jam. Shine, Shine by the Newsboys, news baby. This is oh, dude, how good was this? Did you I rock love this, this song? Oh yeah, dude, this song probably. I'm trying to think of any, this song has so much nostalgia. Yes, packed in my head. I hear, I hear the intro. I am instantly transported to my dad's youth group, water fights. In the oh, 90s, really? when all the high schoolers yeah. and college kids would come over, and I was super young, so I looked up yeah, to all yeah. of them. Like, this song came out right around then. Oh, man. Really? I am instantly transported. I don't understand half the lyrics. Yeah, that's fair. That kind of change that I'm making ask him over Make a vegetarian barbecue hamster. Which, yeah. as an owner of hamsters now. Oh, this is great. Dude, well done. Thank Good you. pick. I'm happy with this. Wouldn't you say that this is, as far as influential music goes, yeah. huge? Oh, oh yeah. Well, well, especially, I mean, I don't know I don't know what it did on the secular church, but Christian, oh, yeah. This is huge. Everyone knows this song. This Everyone y- knows this band. Well, they, I, I think the they know this band because this song, like, launched this, them out. This was their huge, yeah, 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 yeah. This, um, they have several albums before this. Entertaining Angels, that was a big one, too. This was before that. Yes, yep, yep, yep. This was their kind of, this put them on the map. Mm-hmm. It really did. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to The Reformatory. Uh, head on over to all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, at ReformatoryPod. Thank you for listening. Please get on Patreon and support us because it costs money to do this podcast. We would really appreciate your support. We'll give you a shout out. You'll get a mug. You'll get access to special content. You get early release access to all the episodes. You get to hear them before anybody else. It's pretty awesome. And if we get enough feedback from our listeners that there's a desire for reformatory swag. Yes. We will listen. But we will. Yes. 
Yes. We will listen. We will listen. We may not we do anything listen. with it. We will listen. But we will, we will listen. definitely listen. Head on over to Renewed Man. <laughs> Go get yourself some beard products. Thank you for listening. Out. Bye. Make them wish that they were not on the outside looking boy.